Buying property is only one piece of the puzzle. When you're actually going out as an investor, you wanna be able to manage your property well as an investor and as a landlord. You wanna treat your tenants properly because at the end of the day, they are humans. In this video, I'm gonna share with you my top tips for any landlord out there that has a property, looking at investing, and how you can actually increase the value of your property as well as increase the cash flow, and it's a win-win for your tenants and for yourself. If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now with my content on YouTube, I do talk a lot about buying property, whether to invest, not to invest and things like that. But what about when you've actually got property? How do we increase the cash flow? How do we increase the value? That's what I want to talk about here because I do get comments and you know people messaging me about how hard is it to manage a property? What are the things that I need to look for? And what are the things that you're doing, Ravi, that specifically allows you to keep increasing your cash flow. So let me share some of my tips with you. Number one is get a professional property agency to manage your property. Now, this feels like it's fairly upfront. It seems pretty simple, but there's so many people that actually come to me and say, well, why would I want to pay seven to 10% in management fees when I can just manage it myself? And I've definitely thought about the same thing, right? If you've got multiple properties and you manage them yourself, you can save quite a bit. But the trouble is with that, it's that you're looking at the short term. If you're really looking at scaling up your portfolio, you're looking at actually enjoying life at the same time and having a life, then you can't simply go out there and manage five or 10 different properties around Australia because it becomes very, very difficult. When you have a professional property manager, it doesn't just alleviate the problems like the day-to-day and having the inspections and things like that. It actually goes way beyond that. You're not a professional in that area. Now, of course, you can spend time and learn and educate yourself, but I would much rather use that time personally to go and do other things. I rely on my property managers to give me the up-to-date information in the area that I've bought in. Now, obviously I'm a bit biased because I run a buyer's agency. So we've already got that intel. When I was doing this well before the buyer's agency, I was relying on my own education, but predominantly the people that are there. They also have access to like 100 to 200 other properties that they are also managing for landlords. By having access to so many different people, they are learning as well. And so what I wanna do is have a really good relationship with my property manager, and in turn, they're gonna let me know what are the things that I need to look out for if I need to renovate, if there's other properties in the area that are doing something similar, how I can stay ahead of the herd. So this is where you need to have a property manager and really build a good relationship with them. It's just like any other relationship. If you feed it and you give it love, it's gonna give you so much more back. So for me personally, rather than trying to save a little bit, I'm actually looking at the bigger picture here. Even if that property manager can increase my income by 20 or $30 a week against five or six properties, now I'm sitting in a position where I'm not only actively providing someone work, but I'm also growing my portfolio at a scalable and sustainable way. Number two is regularly updating your property. This for me sometimes falls down on the priority list, but it's something very important because if you're able to go out there and continue to regularly maintain your property, you're not gonna be in a position where you have something that pops up and is actually quite expensive. So rather than focusing on having an issue and then you know actually address the issue, you can actually have preventive measures in place so that those don't come up. If you start seeing that there's a bit of dampness in around the bathroom, maybe it's time to call someone in and get that sort of fixed before it becomes something more than that. And then that becomes a bigger problem as well as time away from actually earning an income because it could require potentially your tenant not to be in the property. So while that tenant's not in the property, you're not earning money. So for me, 
regularly updating properties just makes sense. That could be as simple as, hey, I know that the property doesn't have air conditioning. Now we're headed into summer. Maybe I should get an air conditioner. And if I know that the lease is coming up to an end, I can add that as an added bonus. And that means that either the tenant existing will pay extra or someone else will want to come in because there's other properties out there that don't have those things. So it's about just looking at risk and reward as well as your cash flow position always. Now, in addition to the cash flow side of things, if you're updating your property, you're also increasing the value of that property. So I'm not talking about going out and spending like 20 or $30,000 in renovations every year. What I'm saying is if you have that mindset to go and increase the value here and there by little things, you can then ultimately save up with the extra positive cash flow you've got from the property to go and do a massive renovation every couple of years. This allows the value of your property to continue increasing as well as the cash flow increasing on top of the fact that if you've bought well, you'll also have the demand aspect pushing up prices. Number three is get professional photos. I cannot stress this enough and it blows my mind, especially for me, because I rent, right? So I look at and properties and I'm like, okay, well, I, I wanna move soon. What am I looking at? And it just turns you off straight away. If the photos are not professionally taken, there's poor lighting, you're not even looking at the property. You're like, I'm just turned off this straight away. So if I'm like that, I'm sure other people are like that too. You might be one of those people. Definitely drop a like if you're someone that doesn't enjoy shitty photos. You want professional photos, come on. It gives you the best chance to actually get the best tenant. It's not just about earning just an extra few dollars. It's about actually getting a quality tenant in. And that could mean long-term, you don't have to change your tenants for a long time. Some of my properties, since I bought them, have had the same tenant even 10 years before I had the property. So they're more attached to the property than I am. And this is why it's very important to go and regularly update your properties, but also spend a little bit more money to get the professional photos, whether that's to increase the value of your property or to increase your cash flow and get the right tenants later on. Now, before I jump into the last too. If you are interested in more daily updates like this, definitely go and join the Patreon. There's a link in the description below. This is where I'm talking about things every single day. If you want more access apart from these three videos I make every week, then that is the place you're going to find me every single time. And there's a link in the description below. Number four is buy well. Um, seems pretty standard, right? <laughs> if you can go out and purchase a property in the right location, this is gonna make a world of difference. So many people struggle to find a tenant after the fact because some uncle told them it was a good idea to get into that location because- Hey, as long as you're in the location, that's all that matters. No, it doesn't. It comes down to supply and demand and it doesn't matter what economics book you wanna read or go to uni for, that's just the basic law of economics, right? So if you can get into an area that has high level of demand relative to the supply, and relative to the incoming supply, that means you're always gonna have that upward pressure on prices for your properties, whether that's from a rental capacity or whether it's from a selling capacity. So if you can buy well, buy in an area that actually has demand and it's not just made up by some uncle or you think that you would like to live there so someone else would like to live there, that's where the statistics actually come in. And it's also very important when you overlay those stats with the emotional buying that people have, as well as what's happening on the ground floor, you're setting yourself up well to actually manage your property for the next 10, 15, 20 years. And my final tip is review your rents regularly. It seems pretty straightforward when you say, well, just review your rents regularly. But the thing is people don't do it because we have a property manager that manages it, the money comes in, the mortgage gets paid, and you sort of like, hey, I'll take care of it next week. And then that week turns into a month, turns into a year, and suddenly your rents are not reflective of what the market is. Now, if you have a good property manager, they should be keeping you on top of this, but it's also on you. This is your property, right? you need to be accountable for it. So you need to go out there, do some research around every six to 12 months about what's happening in the area and ask the question. If you're never gonna ask the question, you're never gonna get there. So 
go out there, figure out what's going on. And if you've really increased the value of your property or you know something's happening in that area, it's just worthwhile to have that conversation because an extra $10 equates to 500 a year. An extra 20 is $1,000. And I'm sure a lot of you would love to have an extra $1,000 when you're ripping it up in Vegas. Betting on red or black. If you can go out there and put all of these strategies together, you're going to get the best rent with the best quality tenant and it's a win-win because you're providing a home for someone. At the end of the day, yes, we look at this in the sense of, you know, logically it's making you money, but at the end of the day, you are also providing housing for people. So when there's certain things that need to get fixed, I'm a renter now, right? So as a landlord, I know that the properties I have, I wanna go and have the upkeep at the ultimate level. I know that if there's a drainage problem or there's issues with the fans or the taps or whatever it is, if there are any issues, I get them sorted out immediately because I wouldn't want it to happen to me. So why would I want that to happen to someone else? I hope this definitely helps you guys. If there are any other tips that you guys have, definitely put them in the comments down below and help build this community out because we just need more communities like this so we can all live the life that we really wanna live. Just be happy. <laughs> I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.